Welcome back to a special series of MLEX podcasts designed to make sense of 2023 and what the new year is likely to bring. My name is James Paniki. I'm MLEX's Asia-Pacific Senior Editor, and it's great to have your company. MLEX Financial Services Chief Correspondent Fiona Maxwell has appeared regularly on this podcast over the course of 2022, and if Fiona's 2023 outlook is anything to go by, she'll be appearing on the podcast quite a bit over the coming 12 months. Shadow banking, Basel 3.1 and the UK's post-Brexit financial services markets bill, it will all be happening. With her thoughts recorded in the final days of 2022, here's Fiona Maxwell from London. So for 2023, I would say there are probably three main topics um, that I will be keeping an eye on. Um, Many other stories will be cropping up as there is never a dull day in financial services. Um, But here are the main three things that I think will be of interest. So the first, um, which I would really say is the number one thing to watch out for in 2023, is the regulation of uh, non-banks or shadow banking. So regulators call them NBFI, non-bank financial intermediation or institutions. And there are three events in, or three very serious events in the last few years, uh, which threatened to derail financial stability. Um, so it's the March 2020 Dash for Cash, the default of Archegos last year, and then pension fund chaos in recent months in the UK. And, and they've all led to regulators calling for much tougher regulation in the non-bank sphere. Um, generally, there's a, a theme or a couple of themes that run through them, which can kind of be put down to liquidity mismatches and, and hidden leverage, uh, with each incident seeing part of the shadow banking sector struggling to find the available cash to post as margin. Um, I think we'll find out a lot more about what happened in these incidents and what can be done to fix them. Um, but the, those are kind of the broad themes. Um, and a couple of the incidents have led to central banks having to step in to prevent serious economic downturns. So what we'll see next year um, is from international standard setters, uh, particularly the FSB and the Basel Committee, some more work on possible policy fixes, which will probably look at liquidity issues, um, leverage and risk management. Uh, Now, number two on my list of things to watch out for is uh, Basel 3.1. So it was the PRA, which is the Bank of England's prudential regulator, which officially unveiled its proposals on uh, bank capital rules known as Basel 3.1 on November the 30th just over a year after the EU published its own version. Um, And the UK proposals are hugely extensive. They cover hundreds of pages and basically put into law a December 2017 agreement um, at the Basel Committee on Bank Capital Rules. Um, So the background uh, to the existence is that regulators found following the financial crisis that banks' internal models, which are the calculations used to determine capital holdings, uh, would give vastly different requirements. So in other words, some banks were undercapitalized for the risk they were taking on. Banks were basically holding very different levels um, of capital for for, um, often the same risks. And like everything at the moment, there's a a big Brexit angle to this. Um, It's the first major piece of legislation that the Bank of England has had to write since leaving the EU. And it's a really important piece of regulation. And it would just be very interesting in the coming year to see what banks make of the proposals. PRA has stuck very closely to the international text, um, unlike the EU, whose draft makes some quite large deviations to the Basel Agreement. So what will be interesting to see is whether EU banks actually face a smaller capital increase than UK banks, um, even though UK banks are generally viewed as, you know, very 
healthy from a capital perspective, very able to survive a downturn. So interesting to watch out for for that, I think. And then finally, keeping with the Brexit theme, we should have hopefully some some better ideas of what the financial services and markets bill will look like in the UK, hopefully in the first, you know, few months of 2023. So this bill is the UK's post-Brexit financial services bill. It basically adjusts how regulation is made in the UK following Brexit. Um, It was introduced uh, by the government in July um, and is now being scrutinised by Parliament. Um, It's completed its passage through the House of Commons and is now onto its second reading in the House of Lords, which is Parliament's unelected upper chamber. Um, And once finalised, it will hand powers to the regulators to directly write financial regulation. And that's basically moving away from the the EU style of rulemaking, where the co-legislators write the the rules together based on negotiations and and often political agreements. Um, So the the UK bill, it still isn't finalised, but already one of the major themes to come out of it is who has the power in, in writing these rules. So the government has abandoned plans to insert what was called uh, a call-in power. So that's kind of an intervention power which would have allowed the government to overrule financial regulators. So no plans for that anymore. But there are still several mechanisms um, in the bill that essentially prevent the regulators from doing whatever they want and and pursuing what the industry might call stability of the graveyard. Um, So included in the, the draft bill is a secondary competitiveness and growth objective for the PRA and the FCA, which is quite controversial as critics fear it will undermine their pursuit of financial stability and consumer safety in the name of um, you know, better competitiveness in the UK. Um, and there are also additional oversight powers by UK's parliament. And I think that is a really interesting area to watch personally, because the Committee of UK Lawmakers, um, it's, it's called the Treasury Committee, and there's been a new Treasury subcommittee that's been set up. They will suddenly have to play this role that's very similar to the European Parliament's Econ Committee in scrutinising regulation. And it's, it's a brand new role for them. These pieces of regulation are hugely technical, hugely complex, and um, UK Parliament just isn't set up in the same way as the EU's. So I think it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out, um, particularly as they look to scrutinise the couple of important topics I mentioned before, so non-bank regulation and Basel 3.1. So watch this space. Yes, we'll certainly be watching with great interest. That was MLEX Financial Services Chief Correspondent Fiona Maxwell. Fiona was speaking to us from London at the end of 2022 as part of a series of special podcasts here at MLEX to look ahead at what lies in store for 2023. We'll be sending out more New Year reflections over coming days and weeks, so keep an eye on your feed. If you're not already a subscriber to MLEX's podcast, this may be the time to do so. You'll find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify and Stitcher. And at our website, you'll find an archive of podcasts from the past few years, along with the very best reporting and analysis from MLEX journalists around the world. Our web address is mlexmarketinsight.com. That's M-L-E-X marketinsight.com. Just click on the News Hub tab. And that's it for today. The podcast is produced and presented by me, James Paniki, and from everyone here at MLEX and LexisNexis. Thank you for your company. Bye for now.